What is going on, my fellow geeks, and welcome back to Raving Geeks. I do have a media recommendation. I love Lord of the Rings. Superheroes, movies, a little jack-of-all-trades, I guess. So what makes me a geek? What is going on, my fellow geeks, and welcome back to Raving Geeks, your weekly pop culture podcast from Central Michigan Life, where we discuss all things geek culture, which is like high culture. Oh, just the pinky. But better. If this is your first time joining us, make sure you follow the CM Life Instagram and Twitter pages for updates on the podcast, and look for us wherever you find your podcasts, including YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on our website at www.cm-life.com. My name is Brendan Valentine, and I'd like to thank you all for joining me and my fellow co-hosts this week. I'm joining you from the Great Hall in Hogwarts, and uh, it took a little while to get here, that's why we're off um, for, for a couple weeks. I had to find Hogwarts, not very easy for a muggle, but I did it. Um, I did lock the doors, and apparently they don't know how, like, bolts work, so their Alohomora charms are not working, and I'm good here for probably about an hour. So, um... I'd like to also introduce my fellow co-hosts this week who are going to introduce themselves in a second with our question of the week. This week's question is, who is your favorite Hogwarts professor? Uh, so for me personally, this was this was a tough one, um, but I feel like there is an obvious choice. Um, so, so I 100% had to go with um, Dolores Umbridge. Um, okay, you know, obviously that's a joke. No, my favorite <laughs> is... <laughs> got a little concerned there oh yeah no i wanted to see how you reacted but i don't think i got either of you with that but um personally i it depends there's kind of a difference whether it's movie or book movies it's mcgonagall hands down she's kind of one of the few professors with character development throughout the all of the movies and like you kind of see her in all of them but if we're going in the book i really like professor flitwick he also doesn't get a, like a whole lot of limelight but you hear a little more about him in there um and I, I don't know. I think he's just kind of funny. I like him in the movies, too. He's he's more comedic relief in the movies, but um, there we go. There he is. If you look at uh, my screen, I have a little Lego McGonagall and a little Lego Flitwick. Oh. So that's Sorcerer's Stone Flitwick, isn't it? Because he looks a little yes. different in the later yeah, movies. Yeah, that's, that's, that's uh, before they changed his actor. Well, not yes. actor, the costume, same actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, what about you two? Well, all right. Uh, hi, everyone. I am Hope. Um, I have my Niffler here with me. Um, and I'm also in Newt Scamander's uh, suitcase, which is amazing, hence why I have a Niffler with me. Um, Newt actually allowed me to visit, so, like, I didn't have to uh, break any rules or anything like Brendan did. I'm a Slytherin. What can I say? I'm a Hufflepuff, so, you know, Newt loves me. Um but let's see, uh, my favorite Hogwarts professor, even though my shirt is pink and has cats on it, it is not Dolores Umbridge, but I wore it specifically because it has cats because of McGonagall. But I also can't decide between her and Lupin. Because, like, honestly, Lupin was an amazing teacher. Like, he helped um, Neville, like, with his confidence and everything. It was, like, super engaging with the kids. And I don't know, like, it, it's a toss up between the two. I think if we had had more time to see Lupin as a uh, professor, he would have ranked really high with McGonagall. See, I didn't even put any of the Defense Against the Dark Arch teachers like in the running. Like I thought of Snape, but I thought of him as the potions master. That's good. So that's why I was like, because they're only there for one year. But 
that yeah. Lupin's definitely a character we see multiple times, so I can I can respect that. Yeah. Um, you you all have excellent choices. Um, I even thought like Lupin is definitely my favorite Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. He's one of my favorite teachers. Um, I would like want to be a student in his class. That's like mm -hmm. I don't know. But at the same time, I also love McGonagall and Flitwick. Those two, I, I identify as a Ravenclaw, and Flitwick is the head of the Ravenclaw house. Uh, plus, Charms is just badass. Uh, made Ginny Weasley awesome in the books. Um, and Brendan, you're right. Like McGonagall in the movies is like hands down probably the best professor. I I love her. On Pottermore, they're like, "Who's your favorite teacher?" I put McGonagall. Um, <laughs> But I will say one of my favorite characters in the book who isn't in the movie at all is Professor Bins. Uh, yes. if, you if you don't know who Professor uh, Cuthbert Bins is, he, is, he teaches the history of magic uh, and he is a ghost. And he's been a ghost for like 300 years. <laughs> um, and basically his whole story is that like he's teaching history and then he like went on lunch. And so he sat down for like a little like power nap uh, in front of a fire, like, you know, in his office, and then when his lunch was over, he got up to go teach class, but he left his body behind, um, which I don't know how you pay a ghost, <laughs> uh, if he was looking forward to retirement, but he's stuck there now, and uh, as a history major, I respect it. <laughs> I will say, uh, on the Hogwarts mystery game, Professor Binns is very boring, and usually, like, none of the students are actually paying attention or like they teach each other history and magic yeah, so like well, as much as it would be fun to have a ghost as your uh, professor it's not nearly head the snake yeah, yeah. or um, the lore or the bloody baron <laughs> i wouldn't i would not want peeves teaching a class that's one thing i, I missed from the movies i wish they would have put peeves in there they um I actually, I think they, I just read something that they actually, like, planned to have him. Like, Christopher Columbus, like, created a costume and a character, and then they, like, never ended up doing it. Hmm. But, oh, would you guys consider, in, in your rankings, Dumbledore as a professor? Because he, he was a professor before he was headmaster. And would you consider putting, like, on a, like a top ten list any former professors that we don't get a whole lot of? Like um, Professor Mary thought, like we don't know them, but we know them through, you know, conversations between like Slughorn and Voldemort. Yeah, um, I would, I did actually consider Dumbledore, but um, I don't, I don't know how well he is as a teacher because we only see him interacting with uh, Tom Riddle. Um, and he was a well in Fantastic teacher. Beasts, oh, Jude yeah. Law's younger version. You see a little bit. But it's also not a whole ton of that either. Well, he did do an independent study with Harry and Half-Blood Prince. So we did get That's a true. glimpse. But That's anyway, true. thank you both very much. Now, uh, to get things started officially, uh, we usually like to share some quick geek news here on uh, Raving the Geeks. So do either of you have some quick geek news for us? I have some geek news. Uh, while we're on the topic of Harry Potter, um, I don't know if you guys remember uh, the announcement back in 2020 about a Hogwarts, the game Hogwarts Legacy. Yes. Um, it is, uh, it's an open world action role-playing video game set in the late 1800s in the Wizarding World, and it's going to be developed by Avalanche Software. Um, 
it's going to be for PS4 and Xbox One, and then as well as PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series uh, X. Um, yeah, it's going to take place in the late 1800s. You're going to be a student at Hogwarts. Uh, you'll be able to adventure. You'll be able to customize your character and voice and decide other things about them. Uh, but just recently, it might have been leaked uh, some gameplay footage. Uh, not give up footage. It might have been leaked uh, when it was actually going to be announced um, and when it was going to be uh, come to released. stores. Released. Thank you. Um, and it is believed to be uh, this actually upcoming like summer. Um, summer of 2022, like July or August. Uh, it's called Q3 is like what they had notes about. And apparently Q3 means like I think it's the third quarter. I could be wrong, but it's basically like somewhere between July and September. I think that's pretty exciting. Is it the United States? Because I remember seeing something and I don't remember if it was for the uh, trivia game that I think is now on HBO Max, but only aired in the UK. Um, or if it was Hogwarts Legacy that said that like they were only going to put it out everywhere else, but the US at least for like, the first little bit i don't know this doesn't say anything about just the u.s so okay i don't know um i thought that was pretty cool um yeah that that's basically all i got all right nice go ahead Brandon. all right well on my end uh we are swiftly approaching the release of my highly anticipated game that I think is going to be my favorite game of the year, and that is Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, and we've gotten some hype trailers, like just some, uh, we got a full, as of today, 13-minute uh, uh, gameplay footage video from the official Pokemon um, YouTube channel, which is very exciting. Um, they did release like a, just another one of those like cosmetic trailers that's not really gameplay footage. You just kind of get to see stuff moving around. Um, and my my one of my favorite Pokemon was confirmed to be in the game, and that is Turtwig. Um, there was there was almost there was very little doubt Turtwig did not appear, but we hadn't seen him yet. I just got to see him walk around the field, which I loved. Um, and yeah, there's a lot more details in the game. Uh, if you want the full like breakdown, go watch the video on YouTube. But it is available. Um, other news: uh, since we last spoke, the Book of Boba Fett has released its first three episodes, and they are Woo! awesome. Um, and it will continue releasing every Wednesday on Disney+. Plus. Um, unfortunately, adjacent to Book of Boba Fett is The Mandalorian, which, as of two days ago, has paused production due to spikes in the Omicron variant of COVID-19, um, which, you know, means we're not getting it until even later, which we don't even have, like, a confirmed release date, uh, which is disappointing. We will not get to see Din Djarin and uh, Grogu potentially return. Uh I was anticipating with Book of Boba Fett ending this coming out probably either late November, early December, just to keep with their like usual Christmas release. But depending on how long this is delayed, it might get pushed into 2023. Uh, that's just speculation, though. They could be very close to finishing production. There was not a word like on how close they are to finishing that out. Um, but um, I would anticipate for this show probably about six months of post. So we'll see. Um, finally, uh, also very anticipated here on Raving Geeks, um, the show The Boys Season 3 officially got a release date of June 3rd in an interview Ooh. between Cameron Coleman um, and uh, our, our, our favorite uh, scrawny little non-powered boy, Huey, um, in the last 
seven on seven of uh, Vought News Network's career. Uh, which is just a YouTube channel that they do a little teasers for. Uh, but this does that video did also confirm some plot points for the season. It seems like Vought News Network, which is uh, where we were introduced uh, to these little teasers on YouTube, will continue to have like their. It's it's an actual news organization in the universe, but it's kind of satire from our point of view. Um, to show like extreme, you know, biased news reporting. Uh, to, it, it's mimic, kind of mimicking like an extreme of Fox News, but not too extreme. Um, so we'll see. That's going to be part of the show. And Huey will continue to make like P, PR appearances for the uh, for uh, Victoria Newman, uh, Congresswoman Victoria Newman, who could be a villain of season three. Looks looks like it based on the end of season two. So we will see. That is my geek news. All right. Uh, so I have geek news in more nerdy sense than geek news, um, and this should make Isaac very happy being a history person, uh, but an astonishing fossil of an extinct sea dragon was discovered in a wetland uh, in Britain, and it is the most complete fossil of its kind ever found, and it is identified as a word that I'm going to seriously butcher, so I apologize in advance. I think it's an ichthyosaur, uh, I-C-H-T-H-Y-O-S-A-U-R. Oh, um, ichthyosaur, I think. Yeah, uh, uh, but it's an know, ancient like... marine reptile that swam in Earth's prehistoric oceans when dinosaurs walked on land. Um, so originally it was thought to be just a pipe, and then the scientist was like nah this is a bone and kept digging and found a complete uh specimen or almost complete specimen um and it is called the rutland sea dragon uh is the biggest completed ever found in britain in over 200 years of collecting fossils scientifically um they were where'd it go uh, the, so the article went on to say, faced with mounting bird poop and awful weather, the team of paleontologists, conservationists, and volunteers ultimately prevailed, safely uncovering and extracting the 10-meter-long fossil and its entire backbone consisting of more than 150 individual vertebrae. Um, so in American terms, it is roughly 33 feet long, which is really freaking long. Um, but I found find fossils and like, especially when they're complete or almost complete, super geeky and nerdy. So, yeah. so uh, we found the dragon. Like Game of Thrones was real. Yeah. Yes. It it kind of so if you look at an uh, ichthyosaur, um, it looks kind of like a giant dolphin. Um, which knowing how dolphins are, that's probably more terrifying than a than a dragon dragon i take a dragon over a giant dolphin um in more of like media news red notice has officially been greenlit for two sequels not just one <laughs> but two uh dwayne johnson ryan reynolds and gal Gadot are supposed to come back for both of them um as well as ross and marshall uh thurber is at least coming back for the second one to direct again. Um, there's currently no uh, script written yet for number two, um, but 
it was rumored that the director was like, hey, I've already started writing, but I think he just has concepts and ideas, but like hasn't actually officially started writing out what's happening when. Um, and then in my final news for Netflix original series, Shadow and Bone, we officially have four new actors and characters being introduced for season two. Uh, that's, this was released today. So we have Louis Ta uh, Tan is gonna be playing uh, Toila and then Anna, Brophy is going to be playing uh, Tamar. Patrick Gibson is going to play Nikolai. And Jack Wolf will play Wyland Hendricks. Um, and on the topic of Shadow and Bone, uh, they are officially back in Budapest and have started production. So I'm super excited. I'm sending positive thoughts of no COVID delays because I really want season two right now. Um, like literally right now this moment but I can't have it if they are currently filming but I'm happy about that so yeah and that's my geek news nice all right I don't know why it slipped into Australia, Australia. um well um if you're wondering why I broke into Hogwarts um I was hoping to catch a glimpse of the Harry Potter reunion special while it while it was going on I wanted to see Harry Ron and Hermione coming back to roam the halls of their old haunt however I missed it so we're recording the podcast here instead but I'm sure uh well, at least one of us caught it on um either HBO Max or any other format so uh for you Potter uh Potterheads out there Isaac Hope, what did you think of the Harry Potter reunion special? Okay, well, first off, I didn't notice the one actual mistake and the other mistake until on TikTok later and people were pointing it out. And I was like, wasn't even paying attention to that. I was just paying attention to the fact that there's my childhood. Uh, but like the whole Emma Roberts and Emma Watson mix up. <laughs> I was like, where even was that? I don't even know where that one was. Um, but then... I'm thinking that they did the whole James Phelps and Oliver Phelps name switch like in the first book and movie where uh, they're showing Harry how to get through platform nine and three quarters and uh, they're going, no, I'm George and you call yourself our mother uh, for not being able to tell your twins apart and then going, wait, no, ha you were actually right. Sorry, not saying sorry to them. Um, but I was like, I feel like that one was more planned than the Emma mix-up yeah. but mm -hmm. uh yeah I was very very happy even though they said a whole bunch of actors in like the previews but I was like I don't think you can get that many actors back at once but for what they had I was very very happy with it see uh for those of you who don't know the Emma um Emma Watson Emma Roberts uh mix-up they showed a, a picture of quote unquote Emma Watson reading uh, Harry Potter a as a child, but the, the actual photo they had was not of Emma Watson, but was of Emma Roberts, for those of you who did not know. Um, they did look similar as children, though. I'll give them that. They did. And they're both named Emma, so what are you going to do? Yep. Type in Google and say Emma reading Harry Potter? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, really, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very heartwarming. Um, uh, I, I mean, I read all the books after, I think it was the fifth movie came out, was when I actually read them. Because I was like, I want to read the books before I see the last movie. Uh, and I did successfully. Um, 
but uh and so it was kind of nice to kind of like just see the people we've all we've kind of grown up with them you know or at least we've watched them grow up um i i was expecting more of the cast to be together the whole time um but the way if you don't know in the audience the way they filmed it was a basically like sex of people um and so it was like tom felton uh draco was with uh dean thomas and neville uh but you never saw him like interact with harry i don't think Mm -hmm. uh danny radcliffe no and i i wanted to see that but they had the one scene where like everyone came together they went to like the ballroom for where they how they did the yule ball but I don't think Daniel Radcliffe was in that one, but I think everybody else was. Um, just because, like, I know that's when Emma saw Matthew Lewis and she saw uh, Tom Felton and um, Robbie Coltrane. And mm-hmm. yeah, oh, I, but I don't Bobby think Coltrane. that Daniel Radcliffe was in that one because I think they started him going through Diagon Alley um, and then meeting Chris Columbus. Yeah. I thought it was cool learning like there's a lot I didn't know like I didn't know all the different directors for the movies like I knew Chris Columbus did the first two but I didn't know that there was like different people each time and they all put their own spin on it and I thought that was really cool Mm -hmm. well I mean the tonal difference between the first two and the rest is very different when you watch it like as a kid I was I like from two to three I was like given the actors hit puberty hard between two and three (laughs) um and they changed the dumbledore actor so it was like oh this is just like a completely different movie but like even like the the color change like the tones Mm -hmm. that they use for like the camera and the equipment were different um i did not watch the full reunion special because i do not have hbo max uh but i kind of stood in the i did the 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 midwestern dad thing where i just kind of stood in the corner while my uh roommate watched it uh, yes. But I've had other things I was doing. So I'd come in, stand. So I caught bits of it. And it is really cool. But I've never gotten the, the like, hype of these, like, reunion type things. I know there was the big one for Friends and now, like, this one. And I'm like, this is, like, it, it was more detailed than we get in, like, the, the Freeform or Sci-Fi channel, like, little snippets that they throw in in between the movies when, on the Harry Potter weekends. But it was still, like... It's not a new Harry Potter movie, so I don't know. I'm not like yeah. being, I'm not hating on it. It was cool, yeah. but it's not something that I would like watch twice. I think for me, it was interesting, especially like when they were talking about the different directors they had, and then going, "Yep, I understand why that director did this, and now I understand, you know, how they transitioned." Um, I think the biggest thing was just like them coming back and realizing like hey we grew up with each other and we still you know we'll talk from time to time and you are still connected but um like when emma came out and said that she almost didn't continue with the series um that one i think took rupert and daniel by surprise like i think they knew it but didn't fully understand it as much as like back then as much as they did now and I think just like seeing that transformation too like Isaac said we saw them grow up on screen with us um like even though they're older than us by a few years like you know we still grew up with them um but like knowing seeing them acting then and knowing how they were 
as just normal actor people as well and hearing those interviews like what you would get in the snippets on sci-fi channel or anything um and then hearing them come back and be like oh no see now I understand why this I think it was more of like a reflection for the actors and and then also for the fans who are the diehard hardcore fans um who watch every interview and everything multiple times to make sure that they get every little detail um for like everyone to just go oh yeah that makes sense yep I didn't understand that then but now I do and it I don't know I like I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over but there's like when you talk to your to someone about like something that happened as a kid and you're like and then you get that realization of like what it actually was as an adult like I feel like that's kind of what this reunion was more about compared to like the friends reunion yeah it was also fun to see the characters re uh, actually i guess the actors and uh interact with people that like we didn't see on screen all the time uh like i really enjoyed like i said before the directors i really enjoyed seeing the parts where people interviewed the directors and i really liked when danny radcliffe was with uh helena bonham carter just because it's like that's not something that we would have seen at all uh, and so that was, I like that more than just watching like the main trio talk to each other. Um, yeah. Um, one thing like, because of this, like I was like, oh, you know, there were all those Harry Potter specials on like TV cause they're Christmas movies as well. Um, and if you've been, been on TikTok, Die Hard is the Harry Potter Christmas special. So. Yep. Bruce Willis um, hasn't replied to that comment that uh, I made on his video, but. Oh, that's okay. Isaac, do you know about that? Um, something about Snape and Alan Rickman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Die Hard is a, a Christmas movie, but Die Hard also is a movie about sneaking around a tower late at night, hiding from Alan Rickman. So it's a Harry Potter movie as well. So it's the, the Harry Potter Christmas special, even okay. though all the Harry Potter movies, except all for the seventh ones, uh, seven and eight are Christmas movies. Are Christmas. Um, yeah. Well, actually, but technically, no, no, I, because Hermione and Harry go back to Godric's Hollow on Christmas. And, yeah. Oh, and, so just eight is not. Yeah, it's just a giant battle. The whole movie. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, something that like going back and realizing now, like as an adult, like when I was a kid, they were just those characters. But like realizing what else other people have been in, like mm -hmm. I don't realize I knew the actor that plays Barty Crouch Jr like he's yeah yeah i, I like never doctor? made that con yeah he's right? freaking doctor who <laughs> i'm like oh i never caught that so that, that's funny like going back like and i there i'm sure there's other people that you know you see them outside of costume and makeup you're like oh i know them like obviously well, if you ever watched any movie well, um done by tim burton you know helena bonham, bonham carter and things like that I, yeah, I'll say the craziest thing for me, actually, from watching the reunion was finding out that that the old German scientist from Captain America is the one yes! that plays Dobby. Oh my I, gosh, what? that you freaked saw me that out. Version? I was like, no! Um, yeah, I can't, you know, the guy, the with guy the glasses, that plays Erksine Arnim, is Dobby? Arnim, no, Arnim Zola. Zola? Zola. No Zola. way. He's Dobby. And I'm like, I was like, and he, he was at the reunion and like, he talked an extensive amount and it was just really fun because I was like oh my gosh like I've never googled who played Dobby 
that's another thing in the movies that they didn't do justice is Dobby is in like is is only oh, in yeah. two of the movies, but he's in five of the books. Yeah. That's because they also didn't talk about um was it Spew? Uh, yeah. Right? Spew. Yeah. No, well, there was no, the but... whole movement for like uh free. Oh, house yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then and, like, um Winky the house elf, the girl yeah. house elf. That yeah. was the Crouch's house elf that like yeah. Because mm-hmm. she let Barty Crouch Jr. go, Barty Crouch Sr. was like, here's a piece of clothing, you're gone. Like, it's like mm-hmm. that's not her fault. You're the father. Take care of your own son. Jeez, you know he's a murderer. Like, why, why is he even there? The Crouches yeah. are not a good family. <laughs> but also, they left out the whole problematic of having two invisibility cloaks. Because in the book... Barty Crouch Jr. is at the Quidditch World Cup under an invisibility cloak. Yeah, they well, because they describe that like invisibility cloaks are not common, but they're a thing. Yeah. But only but- Harry's was the most superior. Like uh, Mad Eye Moody's eye could see through invisibility cloaks, but it couldn't see through Harry's, I don't think. I think it could see through Harry's, but Harry's like the charm never wears off. Yeah. While as others, you know, they they are pieces of cloth and with magic, so they still get like holes in them and stuff like that. Harry's that does not happen. Oh, and they were also trying to use the whole uh, tales of Beetle and Bard um, with the Deathly Hallows, and like if you have multiple invisibility cloaks, then it kind of like lessens the importance of Harry's. Well, yeah. That's why they had to like specify that Harry's is special. Yeah. Which I mean, like, to be fair, the Elder Wand is just a more powerful wand, and wands are very common. And the Resurrection Stone is just a more powerful rock. So, <laughs> although them. in the movie they made it a gem. <laughs> yeah, it, he was like he pulled a, a, a rock out of the river, and it's like it should be a circle. No, a Dumbledore had one of those. Um, you know the rock tumblers that you see yeah. on TikTok, and so he was like, "Ah, oh, this isn't gonna work. I can't wear this as a ring. It's not. It, it's not fabulous enough. It's that okay." So that's how that was our confirmation that Dumbledore is gay because Dumbledore is fabulous. Yes, um, I think uh, Kingsley Shacklebolt said it the best. You may not like it, Minister, but you got to admit, Dumbledore's got style. <laughs> oh, that's such a good line. Yes, it is. Um, all right. Well, beyond the reunion special, this definitely got me thinking like more about Harry Potter stuff. So I have a couple of fun, like brain teaser type questions. They all probably could have worked as like a question of the week, but I want to delve into some of them a little bit more. So besides favorite professor, um, what do you think if you were a student at Hogwarts would be your favorite class? Oh, okay. Besides all of them? Um, no. Uh, Um, first of all, if I had to pass any class, Muggle Studies, boom, done. Um, but uh, no, um, I think about this, and I feel like a lot of people will say, uh, a lot of people say like defense against the dark arts and stuff, but I think charms would be my favorite class. Um, I love Transfiguration, but I would probably only actually want to do it to become an Animagus. Um, but- would you be an Animagus that registers legally or would you be an illegal animagus like uh the uh marauders it depends on what i am if it's like rhino pterodactyl if it's like yeah if it's something crazy and big that i can't hide like i'd probably register it but if it's like 
worm. I'm like, I'm not going to register this. I'm just going to be a worm. Um, but uh, typically, it's it's kind of like based on your your Patronus. It's like a soul animal. But um, I like charms because, first of all, Flitwick. Uh, learn from the best. But I don't know. I have been playing Hogwarts Mystery a lot. Um, and it does just kind of like you realize that charms is where you learn a lot of the spells that aren't for like attacking and stuff. So like if you need a, a spell to make it snow, that's like a charm spell. Or if you need to like, like clean something up or do something like that, those are charms. And I think those would be like so useful to just wave my arm and like my laundry's folded, like boom. Like Molly Weasley. Molly Weasley is like amazing at charms. Yes, Molly Weasley is amazing. Her daughter is, it's, I don't know. I like charms. And this, this is a good amount of different spells. You could like when Guardian Leviosa, you could literally fly. I think Accio is a charm. Uh, and that's probably my favorite spell. Uh, I wish like I could actually use Accio half the time. So I'm like, I don't want to get up. I'm comfy. Can I just, or like use the force from Star exactly. Wars? Like... Exactly. So I will punch in charms. Locked what, in. Locked in. What about you guys? See, so, like, I've been going between three, but mostly two, because the third one is, like, uh, flying with Madame oh, Hooch. Yeah. I'm like, that would be so much fun to do, because I would definitely be really into Quidditch, um, because I am super into football, and I realize that they're kind of two different sports. But, like, why, when I get invested in my team, like, I become a different person. Um, but also just learning how to fly so you can get places faster and i know like you can um what is it called um just poop, yeah apparate yeah. places but like at the same time you know like when you're going to hogwarts you can't apparate in between like into hogwarts um but you can fly there but but i'm also like i would be so nervous especially with the first few lessons of like getting to a certain height and falling off that like I don't necessarily want to take that class yeah um but so the two big ones that I'm going between uh herbology and care of magical creatures um because there are a lot of creatures that have a lot of good powers on their own some of them are dangerous but also can be used for good things um as I am learning with Hogwarts mystery um but also herbology because I have a bunch of plants and like I'd be like Neville where I'd be the plant parent um but also like I know mandrakes are you know could kill a person especially fully grown if you're not protected properly but like come on the babies were kind of an ugly cute like yeah but like me oh no (laughs) So yeah, those are my two. I'm locking in on two because I can't decide between those two. See, um, I had to, earlier I had to look up a list, so I just pulled up the list so I could, didn't forget any classes. Um, because at, at first I was I was in the same boat as Isaac. I was thinking charms because I'm like, okay, because transfiguration is just changing things. Defense against the dark arts isn't a lot of like offense. Like, if if you think about it, it's a lot of like protecting and not like doing things to things and transfiguration is just changing things so it's like yeah, yeah. charms so you then was like take arithmancy yeah <laughs> kind of um 
like it it seems like the the wizard equivalent of math and i like math (laughs) (laughs) um so arithmancy was in there but i i honestly think i want to go with potions Mm -hmm. um basically i feel like that fits like what i do as a muggle like even though i'm not like a bio biology or chemistry person per se i feel like the theory that goes into like producing the effects of potions might you know i'm I'm a neuroscience psychology person so like altering behavior um which also you know kind of goes in charms and defensive ones, the dark arts, but I feel like potions would be my go-to, but maybe arithmancy too, if I'm if I really want to be a wizard mathematician. Also, so. potions really encompasses a lot of the other things. Like you need to know ingredients, which is kind of herbology and animal parts. Um, but like polyjuice potion is a potion that lets you change into anyone, and that's a potion. Um, of course, there's potions to attack and potions for defense. Uh, but then you also that. technically need spells to finish some potions as well. That's true. Mm-hmm. And then some work like charms, like Felix Felicis, which is like giving you a little bit of luck. So, which would be such a good potion. Ah, oh, uh, potions, the Gen Eds of Hogwarts. <laughs> would you be? I think going back to uh, the. Uh, Hogwarts mystery. I feel like I remember something about like them joking about how Danny Radcliffe looked drunk or was actually like drunk or something, because I think he what he did admit to being an alcoholic for a bit. Yeah. Um, which happens with child actors. Um, but like that scene where he's on Liquid Luck and you're just like, Professor, <laughs> gonna go to Hogwarts. Um. <laughs> I do think it's interesting that that you said herbology and you said potions and I said charms, uh, but also you're a Hufflepuff, you're a Slytherin, and I'm a Ravenclaw. <laughs> um, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> that is fun. If you were going to pick an elective, do you think, because we all picked core classes. Yes. Because my, my, my elective would probably be arithmancy. Gosh, you're like Hermione. Ugh. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if I was going into Hogwarts being muggle-born, I would definitely take muggle studies just to, like, get the easy grade. Um, but I would probably take care of magical creatures for me. That's what I was waiting for. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, you know, I gotta be nuked. I gotta have my nifflers. You know, they're not... seems like a fun class. Especially not... if Hagrid's teaching it. Yes. But also, I can't remember his name, but the guy who, before Hagrid... Oh, the dude that's all... He's missing yeah. all his limbs? Yeah, he's missing, like, an eye, he's missing a hand, and it turns into, like, this, like, three-pronged claw thing. Yeah, missing a leg. Yeah, uh, just because he's like, look at all these magical creatures. Um, but also, like, I feel like Newt would be very good at teaching care of magical creatures just because he does have his suitcase and he's very much into like how do you work how do you what do you respond to how can I help you how so but I would also definitely be the Hufflepuff student that snuck in a Niffler as an illegal pet with my cat as well but you know um uh I think my class I would take um would probably be divination i was wondering Um, if we were gonna have a divination in here um 
I I don't know though. Okay, like I love uh, is it Trelawney? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd I only taken Trelawney, if Ferenz was taking was teaching though. If Ferenz was taking it, because uh, I love Trelawney. Uh, she has my heart. Uh, Emma Thompson. Um, which always weirds me out that it's Emma Thompson. I'm like, no. So good. I know. Dude, like, and other things, I'm always like, oh yeah, Emma Thompson's in Harry Potter. She was McGonagall. But I'm like, no. no. She's not McGonagall. <laughs> Nanny McPhee. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, Ferenz, uh, for those listening that don't know uh, who Ferenz is, he is a centaur that Harry has been friends with for a long time. Um, I think he has a white horse body, which is pretty cool. But not in the movies. He's he's the one that yeah. helps Harry in the first one. That's the only time we see him in the movies. But he does come in and in he, the third book or the fifth book. I, I thought it was the, after. It might Dolores have been got rid of Trelawney or something. For some reason, I think he's in the third one too. Yeah, no, he is. I think I think he's in the woods because I think he he's a constant character. But as a teacher, yeah. I think it's the sixth one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he teaches divination and he's uh he's pretty cool because like centaurs have a, a rudimentary magic. Um they're not allowed to have wands because of the that stupid act that doesn't let any non-human creature have wands. Because wizards are super racist. It wasn't just yes. Voldemort. Yes, they are. Goblins can't have wands, but Flitwick, who's part goblin, can. Um making a breakthrough. Uh, but no, I think Divination Under Friends would be pretty sick. Um, I was looking well, at Ancient Runes, but that actually just kind of looks like a translation like class. Yeah, like I think class. that one was technically more like translation because they don't use runes anymore. Yeah, it's just like reading ancient things. Uh, no, so probably Divination. Just because, I don't know, prophecies are kind of cool sometimes. <laughs> like the, It's not like, I know they're skeptical, especially in the third year, about prophecy but like by the time you get to the department of mysteries and like the hall of prophecy obviously yeah. it happens like more than like never yep well, so and also trelawney's family lineage like i don't remember how many generations but her family got cursed because someone in her family pissed off someone else and so that other person cursed her family to like be able to give vague yeah like, i mean she made the prophecy, prophecy about harry though and voldemort and that's mm-hmm. why Dumbledore hired her. Yep. And then she proceeded to BS her way through divination <laughs> class for years. You got to respect it. Respect the hustle. She was. A I mean, she got the way. Parkinson twins, though. Yeah. She did. Like, they were convinced. Oh, and I think she is also it... got Voldemort's, like, the piece of Voldemort that was in Harry. When, yeah. like, talking about born under a winter's moon and stuff, like, that was Voldemort. Tom Riddle um what else was it oh oh my one of my favorite scenes in all the books is when they have um they have to do their dream diaries harry and ron and then they just start making crap up. yeah and but then trelawney's eating it up that's one of my favorite like <laughs> dumb jokes she's in like, all the so books worried about them they're like she's like oh my gosh like you guys are gonna die <laughs> and they're like oh no <laughs> Okay, there was a fan theory, and I don't think it's canon, but I think it's, like, accepted by the majority of the fandom, that Ron actually has, like, the gifts of prophecy in his blood somewhere, because, like, when he was reading the cup and whatever, like, he actually read it correctly and stuff before Trelawney came over and was, and saw whatever, but... So you're gonna suffer, but you're gonna be happy about it. (laughs) 
<laughs> You're gonna be upset because you confront who you think is your parents' murderer. Come to find out it's the rat that your best friend has been sleeping with for years. Yo, if you haven't seen Harry Potter, that is not what you think it means. I don't know why and you're yet, this far into this episode if is, you don't know anything the, about Harry Potter, but it is the most literal thing ever. Yeah, no, don't don't take it besides what we literally just said. But also, like, Fred and George had the Marauders map yeah. for that first right? two years, so like, like they knew some dude hole. named Peter was just sleeping with their brother, and they're like, "Oh, Ron has a boyfriend." <laughs> Like, it's such a big freaking, like, plot hole, especially because it would be first and last name. Like, Peter Pettigrew, who supposedly died. But he's sleeping next to your brother. What? Yeah. Hey, maybe they just, like, don't care about Ron. They're like, we don't care what Ron's doing. Wait, I mean, do you do you think they? Wait, no, never mind. The Marauders map only works for Hogwarts. I was thinking, do you think no. they brought the map home and saw he was also at the borough, but it doesn't work for, like that? Yeah. No, but I will say, going back to Isaac's comment about the twins not fully caring about Ron, they did turn his teddy bear into a giant spider when he was younger. Yeah, they also Cause... tried to make him do an unforgivable, and the unforgivable, uh, the uh, unbreakable, unbreakable vow. vow. Yeah. They're, they're what a bunch of kidders. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love them. Uh, we love the Weasley twins. Yes, we do. But also, another thing that I was thinking of, based on favorite class. So here, we're, we're all currently college students. So do you, what do you, what types of like majors do you think they have in the wizarding world if they have higher education? Like if you go beyond oh. Hogwarts and go to like Warthogs, like something like that. That's just what I'm going to call like the the college um, I mean, do you think they have like major? I know they go into like careers and they do the yeah. the newts, but if we were gonna say like, obviously you're not like a potions major because that's one class, but like, what do you call it? I feel like potions master, like what Snape was, um, would take years and years of like. I feel like you have to create your own potion before you can be called a potions master. Or do the really hard ones. Yeah, and like perfect them. Mm -hmm. I think the test to be a potions master is they make you do all the ones that are super deadly if you get them wrong, but you have to try them on yourself. Mm -hmm. So like, there's just a bunch of people that are like, I want to be a potions master, but they just die Uh, because they're... Real real potion masters have to just do like muggle chemistry. And if they can pass to like muggle chemistry, then they're a potions master. They do alchemy at hogwarts that's an upper level thing and it's a mix of muggle chemistry transfiguration and potions yep but alchemists oh yo 100 percent. like the philosopher's stone the sorcerer's stone is an alchemist so alchemist is probably like a major Um, i would say also newt's profession he probably went about it wrong but like understanding magical creatures I feel like it's yeah. also a profession because otherwise, how would you know which are dangerous and which are not? Nature conservation. Um, yeah. <laughs> class. Uh, what is it um, like? Oh gosh, what is it called at like art college? Um, it's like like uh, like law and uh, like criminal law and like stuff like that, but also like police. What major is that? Criminal justice officer. I was gonna say criminal, criminal justice. justice is or uh but they're British, so so it's probably something else. Yeah. Um because being an aurer, you're basically a wizard cop. Actually, you're like a wizard detective. Um 
So justice classes, I don't know if they have courts. I mean, they, they do. Probably, yeah. But yeah, they're they very have, like, the stupid. Court. Yeah. Because, and, like, the courts, you could have given Sirius Black the freaking truth serum and, like, not assign him to Azkaban for 12 years. Yeah. He, he's it, a scapegoat. I mean, I feel like the ministry at the time Sirius was arrested was just like, we got to get people in jail to make people calm. Yeah. That's true. Ooh, so, teaching should probably be a major. Education. Yes. Um, I know that there isn't actually a wizard college and that like Snape apparently got hired at Hogwarts immediately after uh, he graduated. Um, well, which I'm like, you the... didn't learn how to treat children, which is why you, you're kind of an awful teacher when it yeah. comes to, to treating kids well. I mean, I think Lily could have been uh, potions master slash professor at Hogwarts for potions, uh, especially with the theory that she actually wrote all of the notes in oh. the uh, potions book that Harry used in Half-Blood Prince. And then after she died, Snape just went, here's my name. And that's why Harry doesn't recognize the writing that he has seen for five years prior. But, or maybe Lily, like maybe Snape's like handwriting is just shit, and yeah. um, she wrote it for him. I see that as a valid theory. But then Slughorn was also like Lily was one of my like best students. Yeah, but he, but he created the Septumsempra curse. Like that's his invention. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like it's Snape's info, but it could be Lily's writing. Like so she would know about the Septumsempra curse, but like not really awesome. know what it does. Like but she if could, he like, took it after to write like. Ha- property of the half-blood prince after he could have also written uh Sankra in the book after too that's fair um, um but then it'd be a different handwriting oh well it's all conjecture know. um or he could have just he's magic he could just make a magical font he might have just like written it with a wand um that's yeah, another one journalist i mean rita skeeter is terrible <laughs> oh yeah but Journalism. like journalism in the wizarding world would have to be a thing of like you have to know a charm there's newspapers everywhere yeah to enchant like a quill or something for note taking Mm -hmm. that just like follows you as it goes now hopefully you don't twist it like rita skeeter does but you know um i i get two ideas that pop up sports management there are a lot of magical sports um and I think if you want to be a professional coach, that you probably need to take some first management classes. But also uh, healthcare. Um, uh, St. Mungo's. Um, Madam Pomfrey. Madam Pomfrey, who, like, they don't take any health classes. Potions like, and charms. <laughs> kind of. Um, yeah, it is a lot of potions. Um, I don't even think there's, like, an anatomy class. Like, where do they, how do they learn <laughs> the inside of a human? They don't uh, need to. They just do the spell. That's true. Yeah. I was going to um, say, but she did have the bone regrowing potion. I mean, you know, thing. we know what bones are. Like, maybe, we, maybe they're like, you go, like, what's a kidney? You know, if you're a. What uh, is the purpose of a rubber duck? <laughs> exactly. If they don't know what rubber ducks do, I don't know if wizards know what kidneys are. Um, well, according to the one British comedian, rubber ducks, the purpose of a rubber duck is to get as many as you can 
to uh, oh, annoy your James roommate, Veach? your flatmate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love James Veach. And then when they tell you that you can only have one, you get a giant one that barely fits into the bathroom. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, I'm thinking for like other majors. Like, I'm trying to think of like jobs that are like, or at least even if we have an equi- muggle equivalent, like what they'd call them. Like, I'm sure they just call them nurse because they call her like nurse, nurse, Madam Pumphrey. Things like that. And they use the word doctor. They probably like, say like apothecary because it's cool. Yeah. You're an apothecary. Yeah, apothecary major. I mean, there's the people that make like magic candy as well. Like Ooh. All of, like everywhere Ooh. in Hogsmeade. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure there's like a magical culinary arts. Um, yeah. Culinary stuff school. Like well, magical and culinary also school. The twins having some of their puking pastels or um yo do you think fred and george ever went to like business school no uh, i don't called business. no i'm sorry <laughs> I, I i meant in between like or in phoenix and half Print, but oh uh, um <laughs> we went no, dark there I think they're self-taught <laughs> so like what would what what would be the wizard equivalent of a of what the, oh a ba and no a master's in business administration oh. uh, well um i think a lot of it is i think what they do is like they take majors and they kind of tie them with like trades because yeah. like george uh weasley like went to school like he like went to work with dragons and he worked underneath other not george uh charlie charlie and then wow. bill bill worked at uh green Gots, like underneath the mm-hmm. goblins and so like that's the closest thing to not business, but it's kind of accounting. Mm-hmm. Um, wizard accountant. The wizard Your arithmetic, whatever it is. What arithmetic. Was his, yeah, what was that. His, his title. Um, but you've also got like wand makers. Oh yeah, yeah. That's another profession. And broom makers. Yeah. Yeah, you, and then you so, magical I, carpenters. Yeah. Um, oh, a curse breaker. That's what he was actually, which is awesome. Yes. Oh, <clears throat> so that actually brings me into because after you said that, um, like, are there any? Let's say now hypothetically we're we're wizards, um, and hypothetically we're wizards, and we are teachers at Hogwarts, and they're thinking about introducing some new classes. What what kind of classes would you like to bring up, like bring in? I think not like because the Caros did a dark arts course in um, like the year that Harry, Ron, and Hermione weren't there. Um, but I think something along the lines of like not defense against the dark arts, but like something like curses, things like that to like understand them. Like not necessarily like not I guess not all curses can be like super bad. But I feel like that would be interesting, not like a so promote kind of the dark like arts. The runes class, the runic. Like, like I, I'd add like an upper level runes class called Applications of Ancient Runes. Yeah, <gasps> yeah what to use them for. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think a really cool class, uh, which I would have actually loved to read about, would be kind of like magical anthropology uh cultural anthropology kind of or societal where you study other magical cultures of humans throughout the world and not just in england 
I was or, thinking of like implementing a Hogwarts like study abroad program. Yes, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And That's that what I was like, just thinking this. too. Because there, there are, I, I went through and looked at them. There's one in Japan, um, which actually like the one in Japan is for all of East Asia, which I feel mm-hmm. like is an insane amount of people. Um, there's one in Africa and a high percentage of them are Animaguses, uh, like way more than there should be like in Britain. And so it's like one time it was like, I was reading, there was like a, a Rita Skeeta article or like a different news article for Harry Potter where like someone went down there and like 50 students just turned into elephants and you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, there's a South America one in the Amazon, but I mm-hmm. think it'd be cool to study like not even just the, the schools, but just the, the different magical cultures. Like did other people not use wands? Did they use staffs? Did they use mm-hmm. other things, uh, shamans, stuff like that? Well, I mean, if you think about uh, the Fantastic Beast movies too, like you get that little bit of American wizardry, um, especially with how American wizards and witches don't actually say the spells. And if you think yeah. about American history, Salem witch trials, and they're mm-hmm. very—it's very Native American myth-based, which is yeah. uh, which I really like. Yeah, like incorporating that idea, like there are other cultures of magic. We really only know the, the British one and yes. kind of the American one. That'd be really cool. I don't know if there's a magic word for anthropology. Uh, mad anthropology. Um, I would want like the equivalent of like a, a wizard meteorology course, like a weather thing. Because I feel like there's there's specific, I can't like, it probably doesn't tie directly into charms or transfiguration or anything like that, but like, I don't know. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Because I'm thinking, like, you know how, like, in movie seven, uh, Voldemort does that thing where he, like, does the shoots the lightning out of the wand, kind of manipulates the weather, things like that. I feel like that's a different kind of magic. I don't know if that's just dark magic, but I feel like there's there should be, like, um, something like that. Uh, well, like, when he shot it, like, the lightning bolt out of lightning bolt out of his wand, wasn't that just, like, a bunch of power that he was trying to, like, send Ooh. to the uh the, the shield shield yeah oh i'm thinking at the end of like seven like when he steals the wand from dumbledore's tomb oh see oh, i was just thinking that up. was just yeah. the first of power too like he's just like hi i'm invincible mm-hmm. so but, uh, oh yeah. speaking of the dome as in hogwarts defense i think a really cool class uh, so you know that Arthur Weasley goes into the the it's he's works in the 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 field where he basically has to stop like curses that are on Muggle items, you know, like mm-hmm. wizards that have bewitched things. I think it'd be cool for a class that's basically like the good kind of bewitching, the way basically like the way like you can make the clocks that know where the Weasleys are yeah. at all times, or like chairs that move and sit down for you and stuff like that. I think that'd like be an awesome Nintendo. class. Yeah, exactly. Um, floors, doors. Um, I think that'd be a really fun class. And so it'd basically be like supervised enchanting, you know? Yeah. Um, enchantments. Enchantments, basically, yeah. And so it's like, yeah, do you want to make a broom that will sweep your like room for you? And like you can start small with little things like, oh, like, I don't know. Things that would be like normal technology, but stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Do you think there'd be a separate class called sorcery? Because, like, if you think about it, they're called wizards, but not every wizard is a sorcerer. Like, they also, only... yeah, because they're called Dumbledore I, a sorcerer. I feel like that would have to be an in, 
like not to other anybody but I feel like because so few of the population so to speak do become sorcerers that it's like they have a specific power or trait within their power mm-hmm. that like it would be better if it was a specific like even if it's just another wing to Hogwarts or something like you're gonna go here so that you don't destroy the rest of the building um like to do that so that other students aren't trying to do the same thing because they just walk past the classroom and see it like I feel like that would definitely have to be like a protected classroom area Mm -hmm. to do that oh wait uh, warlock as well warlock I I wonder if there'd be like specific things like that but then also maybe they could do a class on like non-human magic like we mentioned before the centaurs have a different kind of magic like elves goblins ending racism So, the last thing that I really wanted to get to before we, like, finish off is, um, so, you know how, like, everyone, like, says, like, you know, science is green, stuff like that? Well, what are are the muggle equivalents to all of the Harry Potter classes? Uh, Potions is science. Oh, man. Arithmetic. Is math. Arithmetics. Uh, Okay, so I want to say that, uh, Trelawney's class, Divination, is either going to be, like, a mix of art classes, because, like, you're trying to interpret, like, the images, whatever, or, yeah, or, like, an English class. There is astronomy Uh, in Harry Potter. There is astronomy. Is it astronomy Uh, or is it astrology? It's astronomy. astronomy. Oh, okay. Yeah, Um, because, like, those, both English and arts classes, like, usually it's, okay, try to come up with the meaning behind something when it literally could just be flat out like ron sleeping with a rat literally take it at face value taking a lot of theater classes i understand that yeah but what do they mean by it (laughs) what's the meaning behind the blue curtain entertainment and then so history of magic is is history yeah what What? yeah (laughs) Defense against the dark arts, I it gives off gym vibes, like PE. Like I don't know why, but it gives off PE vibes so bad. Um, it's like gym mixed with like self defense classes you take yeah. after school. And I I don't feel like I feel like charms is the equivalent of like an English grammar class, like the yeah. fundamentals of using the language that you use every day. Charm seems like the fundamentals of like everyday magic even though it's not like language based, but I transfigure what's left is like, I don't know, like social studies, but transfiguration does not seem like a social studies. Like it doesn't seem like psychology. doesn't seem like history. I feel like transfiguration is, is also a branch of science. Yeah. Like I was thinking like chemistry ish, because you're you're changing how the molecules are arranged to create something different. Or by, eh, not biology, but maybe, biology so i i feel like potions might be chemistry so would that make like transfiguration physics maybe i never took a physics class so like i'm not Mm -hmm. you learn how to change things sometimes how for energy changes that's kind of a study of physics really yeah and this is like this is you know conservation of mass and energy still kind of have to exist so maybe that's the fundamentals of transfiguration i can stick with that so and then oh well care of 
magical creatures would definitely be like a biology class biology or like the the classes in like home ec home ec (laughs) (laughs) but farm uh i was gonna say farm like farming agriculture that could be and then there are i took a, a nature uh no, environmental ethics class, yeah. which is kind of like care of magical creatures. Yeah, so like an environmental sciences class. And ancient runes is Latin. Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Oh well, well we are running out of time here at uh, Raving Geeks, but real quick before we get going, as always here in Raving Geeks, we like to end with some recommendations for you viewers. So speed round, what recommendations do y'all have for us? I have two. Uh, one, if you watched. The Witcher season one, go watch the season two right now because it is absolutely amazing. Um, but if you haven't watched season one, watch season one and then watch season two. Um, and two, uh, because the movie it is supposed to be coming out this year, Teen Wolf on Paramount Plus, phenomenal. And yes, the TV show, not the old movies. I don't even like those, just seem really weird, but yeah, the TV show. All right. Um, I have I have two recommendations. Um, one is the video game uh, Divinity Original Sin Two. Uh, it might be called Divinity Two Original Sin, but I'm pretty sure Divinity Original Sin Two. Um, I played it before. I just started playing again. It's fantastic. It is the game that's probably closest to D and D that is not a, uh, a Wizards of the Coast game like Baldur's Gate. Um, it's fantasy. Uh, there's tons of options. It's you. Play as a small party of characters it's great um my other recommendation uh euphoria on hbo go with zendaya uh it is fantastic and season two just dropped uh at least the first episode of season two and, and it won like three emmys yeah right? and it's super yeah good. and zendaya also said season two has a lot more mature content like not necessarily sexual wise but like deeper conversations and stuff okay because so season like, one had a lot of mature content too it's a lot more this season so like just be aware and don't get mad at them so for our viewers under 18 don't watch don't that. watch it ask your parents first uh so i've been on a disney <clears throat> disney kick specifically uh the phil collins related stuff so tarzan and uh, the bear yeah um, so I, if you can't watch the movies, listen to the soundtracks. If you're looking for music, those are really good. Also, just watched Encanto and Luca for the first time. Both really, really good movies. I liked Encanto, but honestly, I liked Luca more. I thought Silencio it was really Bruno. funny. Silencio Bruno. And they both contain Bruno. And we don't talk about Bruno. They're, they're just, Disney's be quiet. Just, just hating on Bruno. If your name's Bruno, Disney doesn't like you. Exactly. Um, also, a YouTube video that released today called Bidoof's Big Stand. Um, it's basically, uh, if you played a Pokemon game, um, you will never want to use Bidoof as an HM slave again after you watch this. Um, and then the Peacemaker show on HBO Max just uh, came out today. So uh, go watch that. So that is all we have for you today. Thank you all for joining us here on Raving Geeks. Make sure you leave a comment wherever you're listening from. Uh, leave us comments on what Muggle class, like class equivalents there are at Hogwarts. Uh, what classes you would create as a professor and you know uh, what your favorite classes are uh check us out on facebook uh twitter instagram tiktok all of our stuff uh at raven geeks um and as always i've been brendan valentine along with my co-hosts hope good earl isaac hunter stay geeky and have a great week everyone so long